If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome back to Some Good Friends. I'm Stefan, and this is, well, I mean, it's not... For the listeners, it's not the first episode of the new year, but for me, it's the first one recorded in the new year. So happy 2021. Everything is fixed. Everything's back to normal. Everything is going well. I am in deep inside a 30-day yoga program resolution with Adrian, and it's kicking my ass. Listeners will know that Adrian and I uh, have a contentious relationship where she hurts my body in very intentional ways, and uh, and I keep coming back for more. So it's uh, it's very functional. But that's, that's enough of me. Uh, for all of 2021, I will not talk about a single personal thing after this on any further episodes. We're here to talk to some friends of mine, um, starting with the first guest, uh, please welcome, oh my goodness, I have a new microphone and it's hard to see my notes past it, but uh, welcome to the show, my good friend, Frankie Peanut. Welcome, Frankie. Hey, uh, hey Stefan, how's it going, man? Oh, well, you know, just talk to yoga, 2021, uh, political insurrection, everything is happening all at once. How are you, Frankie? Yeah, I'm doing good. Like, uh, I'm, still, I'm still in high school. And oh, okay, good. Yeah, well, actually, it's middle school. But I'm still there. But uh, like, unfortunately, like my passion, like I've had to sideline it because of the of the COVID. So. Oh no! What and for the listeners, what is the what is your passion? Well, like the way I like to say it is like I'm I'm a hot dog boy, and like some people at my school, they're like, does that mean like something dirty with your penis? And no, <laughs> that's not what it means. Okay, like what I am, I'm like the ball boy, but like competitive for the competitive hot dog eating world. Okay, a lot to unpack there. So yeah. you're a hot dog boy. It's nothing to do, nothing dirty to do with no, your penis, no. which is good because I don't want to be caught, caught discussing a middle schooler's penis on this uh, on this podcast. Uh, so, so you're a ball boy for the a hot a dog boy for the competitive hot dog yeah. eating world. Yeah, uh, and I and I guess that's you're comparing it to tennis, in which the uh, the children fetch the tennis balls after the the players have used them so what does it look like what's the equivalent of that in the hot dog world well like to be honest like i'm not too involved in the actual like game or anything because like that's the players like or the eaters they just like are there to eat themselves not eat themselves but you know what i mean you know but (laughs) what i'm doing is like before the big competition like if someone wants like different pair of socks or a different pair of pants, like I'm there to go get that because, you know, it depends like on how their stomach is that day, like what pants they're going to wear. Okay. So that it's, it's before the, the, the game, as you call it, I didn't know it was referred to as a game. Yeah. The that's the technical game. term. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, they ask for a specific pair of pants uh, and you go grab. So you're kind of like a runner, I guess. Yeah. You could call me that. Yeah. You could call me that. Yeah. 
but a hot dog hot dog boy is is what you go with so and is there any time like will they change their pants during the competition uh no like technically that's not allowed but what mm. you can do is they can change their socks to get like more grip on the floor that's a key part of the the grip on the floor is key to eating all those hot dogs well honestly it is because if they don't have a good grip sometimes like one guy in 1986, this is what I heard, right? In 1986, one guy, he slipped, and then the hot dog fell out of his mouth, and he didn't win. Oh, it was down to one hot dog, and he lost because of the one hot dog. He did. He did. And Oh, Matt. What? Yeah, go. <laughs> no, no, please. You go. I, I, I'm just too excited to be here. Okay, no, I was going to ask, how, how did you find yourself in this pr- profession, I guess? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you the whole story. So I, for a semester, my dad, um, he took me to Long Island because he had a contract Mm. there. And my next door neighbor was this guy, Joey Chestnut. And he's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the actual champion. Yeah. Yeah. So I sort of became like his, like, he became my mentor. You know what I mean? Mm. And I want to be Joey Chestnut when I, I grew up. So in case you didn't get it, like, my real name, last name isn't Pekin. Pecan or is it Peanut? Because oh. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I introduced you as Frankie Peanut. And if that was a mistake, I apologize. No, you're right. Like sometimes I'm just working out my new name, my stage name. So sorry, okay. I got it wrong. It's Peanut. It's Peanut. Well, I don't know. Is, is Pecan better? Let's figure it out. Maybe Pecan is more marketable. What do you think, Stefan? I mean, Peanut is kind of the, I guess, like the common person's nut. It's a, You see it all the time at bars and giant barrels. You see the shells on the floor, a, a pecan. Some people pronounce it pecan. Oh. Maybe it's a more uh, elevated nut, a more refined. It depends what kind of brand you're going for as a competitive eater. Well, you know, I think like I'm a kid of the people. So I'm going to stay with Peanut because I like to be like the everyday kid, you know? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad we went down this tangent to stay the same. <laughs> Nothing should ever change. That's what I always say. Uh, so you do want to be a competitive eater. Uh, and, and I guess, is this considered like the first step on that road, being a, a hot dog boy? Yeah. This is what Joey told me. He said, hey, kid, first you deal with the socks and the pants, and then you move up to the hot dogs. Oh, and, and those are the only two steps. <laughs> well, I mean, I was only there for six months. So Joey, he couldn't really hang with me too often. Like, once we had a beer in his garage, and one time he made me cannelloni. But besides that, like, he didn't really have much time for me. You had a beer in his garage? What grade are you in? Middle oh, school is yeah. six to eight. Listen, Stefan, don't tell my dad, okay? But I had a beer with Joey. Oh, my goodness. I'm and a cannelloni. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So are you – you're doing the, the hot dog boy. And at any time do you – because in – if we were to extend the metaphor parallel to a, ten- a ball boy in tennis or a ball a ball person, I guess, um, they fetch the, the balls after the players have used them. And I know at some, some point in the hot dog eating competition, the hot dogs do pop out of the mouths. Uh, are you in charge of fetching, fetching those hot dogs? Yeah, like that's not, that's not the real cool part of my job. But to be honest, I do that a lot. And I have to go and like, get the dog the slippery dog and and one time i don't like talking about this but one time it fell into it fell into a puddle under like a puddle where a dog had just peed and i had to pick it up oh no and then did you have to give it back to joey well no no stefan that's sick like no joey eats fresh dogs only come on well i don't know i mean in tennis they bring the balls back to the players and then the players use them for the next rally no listen coney island is a really upscale place like but you know 
I did have to keep that dog for, for like, just to show for posterity because the journalist wanted to photograph it, you know. Of the the dog that fell into the dog pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gross. Okay, I guess it's important for the, I guess they have to count the dogs they ate and the dogs that they failed to eat. Exactly. And the people from Guinness are there. And, you know, I really had to show them a lot of what happened. So they, I was like their right-hand man, you know. The Guinness people? Yeah. Okay, so you're also a, a hot dog boy for the Guinness people as well as Joey Chestnut. Well, because they're there to document for the Guinness Book of World Records, you know? Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I, and if your goal is to become a competitive hot dog eater, are you training? I know a lot of training is involved in competitive eating. Yeah, so I am. And my mom really doesn't like it because she tells me there's no vitamins in the hot dogs. And uh, one time we had a big blowout and I might have called oh, her the no. B word. Oh my goodness! That's as a, as a twelve year old. That's not allowed. Ugh. Only adults can call their mothers the p word. Stefan, I thought we were buddies. Like, anyway, okay, I'm, you're right. I shouldn't disrespect my mom like that. But I mean, she's kind of getting in the way of your dreams. If this was a movie, we'd be cheering for you and not for your mom. Exactly right. Okay, yeah. So I am training. That's the thing. So every Saturday night, I put fifteen hot dogs in front of me, and my little brother, Seamus. He helps me with the hot dogs and he puts his timer and we really get going. And what, how many I've eaten so far, you want to know? It's 8.5. In one go, 8.5 in, in, one, in go. one night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so every, every night when you do this, you're left with uh, 15 minus 8.5 is 6.5 hot dogs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and when you first started, how many hot dogs were you eating? Uh, well, I, only, I could only do three. Oh, well, that's progress. Yeah. You're getting there. I'm doing good. And at the last Coney Island hot dog eating contest, how many did Joey Chestnut eat? 73 hot dogs, Stefan. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're almost there. Yeah. Right? You've always been such a good friend to me, so thanks for encouraging me, you know? Yeah. Another uh, another good friend of mine uh, in a long lines of friends who come on this podcast who are uh, actual children that I'm friends with. <laughs> Well, remember you came to my school and you were you were recruiting for your podcast and I was the only one who raised my hand. Yeah, I like to go to schools and recruit guests for my podcast there. It's very lucrative. Kids, well, except for your school. Um, well, usually I go to like performing arts high school and uh, they are revving to get on the podcast. But at your school, uh, just a regular high school, only you. Yeah. I'm kind of an outcast. Like, let's let's say the truth. Because of your hot dog career? Or? Well, just in my school. People think I'm a, I'm a little bit weird. Like, I'm always talking about hot dogs. Mm, girls, you smell like, like that. hot dogs. Yeah. Mm, well, that's that's too... You know, as we get older, uh, when, when you're young, a lot of hobbies aren't acceptable or they're not seen as cool. And as you get older, that's the time for niche hobbies, especially during quarantine. Okay. This is your time. Okay. You think I'm going to shine soon? I think so. I think... Yeah, any I mean it's a, it's a small step between 8.5 and 73. Yeah, it's uh that's a lot of math that I can't do Stefan, but I think I'm going to make it. I think I think you're going to do it. Well, Frankie, it's been real nice to talk to you. Uh I hope you can stick around. Uh I see you got a big plate of hot dogs right in front of you right there, so I guess you'll be uh eating those as we go. Yeah, I I'm going to I'm going to dig in right after I finish here and uh Stefan, I just want you to know if you ever need anyone to change your socks, I'll be there for you, bud. Oh, even if I'm not eating hot dogs? Anytime, okay? I'm a specialist. Oh, You're a, a sock specialist. Yeah. Soon to be a hot dog specialist. Yeah. Well, that's that's great, Frankie. I'm glad you're doing what you love. I, I, what you love. I feel like a lot of kids uh, don't have the courage to do that. 
especially when they get bullied and made fun of and called hot dog water boy and you know these kind of names yeah listen i just want to shout out you know kids out there if you want to be a hot dog boy like me you can do it okay props no props to all those kids out there really really love that uh we're gonna talk to my next friend for the evening or the day or whenever you're listening to this i don't give a fuck when you listen to this listen to it whenever you want uh but let's uh let's talk to her let's bring her on um you might recognize the last name but the pronoun might surprise you <laughs> again oh i always dig myself into this hole uh please welcome to the show my good friend mrs clean welcome mrs clean hi thank you so much for having me on oh of, of course now mrs clean a lot of people know mr clean uh you are in fact his identical twin sister yeah yeah i mean i'd love to say there like isn't any resentment or competition between us but obviously if you know his name and not mine <clears throat> you know, one of our careers is, is going better. So, I mean, we'll talk about it, your career in a second, because I, I really want to know what you're up to these days. It's been a while since we saw each other. But uh, just so they get an image, you are literally an identical twin. You're wearing the same clothes, and there's a lack of hair on top of your head. Well, I have I have the choice to wear different clothes. Like, yeah, as a twin, I don't have to wear the same clothes as my brother I do often choose to um but sometimes I'll mix it up I have long sleeve shirts um uh you know sometimes an odd fuchsia to Ooh, a different color yeah but I am bald yes yeah okay well that's that's great I mean we can we can choose our clothes we can choose our hairstyle every we can choose everything about ourselves um except maybe our soul what is that's a weird tangent to go down. What is your career, Mrs. Clean? Well, I, you know, being twins, we chose the same thing. So we are both actors. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, he, and he's an actor. Every, everyone thinks he makes the cleaning product. Of course, he doesn't make the cleaning product, he just represents it. So I also have gone to many auditions. Um, <clears throat> I, I, uh, I represent anal bleach. So I just obviously it's not as parent friendly, you know? Hmm. Okay. So I, I'm, I have a number of questions as I often do when I first start talking to one of my friends. But uh, the first question is you and your brother are actors, Yeah. but your, your names are Mr. And Mrs. Clean. And he happened to get the role of Mr. Clean? They named it after him. They were like in progress uh, creating this cleaning product and they wanted to work side by side with a representative. So he just got in at the right time. It is our family name and I am married. So that's why he's Mr. Clean. I'm Mrs. Clean. Yeah. It's your family name. And, yeah. And you're married? Yeah, I'm married to Dave. <laughs> to Dave. Okay. So so he's playing a character, Mr. Clean, named after him, yeah. Mr. Clean, selling a brand of products called Mr. Clean. So he's what is he like in real life then? Well, I mean, just look at him, you know. He's uh super flamboyant, you know. Who else okay. is like he's that muscular, wears a tight shirt, got an earring. Mm. He loves got to club earring. it up. He's you know, I think 
the real, you know, all these celebrity behind the scene takes coming up. Someone should follow Mr. Clean and, you know, take a picture of him at the club spraying a bottle of champagne over himself before being carried home by 10 men. Oh, and are you suggesting this in a get to know Mr. Clean better or in a uh, expose a scandal type way? No, it's a good thing because I am, I love him. Um, Mm. It's a good thing. And I don't think, uh, uh, you know, I don't want him taken down, but I am, I just think that if he were to be fired from his job, then they would have no choice but to hire someone with the same last name and skill. Okay, so I mean let's let's talk about your career for a second and and we'll loop back to that. But you so you represent uh anal bleaching? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The concept of it or or is there a specific product that you represent? No, it's Mrs. Clean's anal bleach. <laughs> Mrs. Clean's anal. So I mean I'm I I'll be the first to admit I'm not super familiar with the world of anal bleaching. Why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about what that involves? It's a body-friendly cleaner um and it okay. is a bleach so it's just for uh when people want to you know clean it up back there and maybe it's for personal reasons. Maybe it's for performance reasons, mm. uh, as a surprise for your partner. Um, it's not good for you, but it okay. is available. <laughs> it's not good for you, but it's available. It's a great <laughs> slogan for a product. Uh, is that the actual slogan? Yes. Yeah. I wrote it. Okay, okay. It's mine. You wrote the slogan for this product. Yeah. yeah. I also so, to join it at a you know an open stage of development. They got to name it after me. We're trying to kind of ride off of Mr. Clean, you know, mm. his brand name without uh, any yeah. copyright infringement. Okay, interesting. Now, and now, uh, I know that in the the world of Mr. Clean, there are a number of different products. You have the original cleaner, you have the magic eraser, you have a tub cleaner, this kind of, is there a, do you have a range of products that you represent in the Mrs. Clean anal bleaching world? We've tried, we've tried to, um, to kind of explore more cleaning options. Um, but all of them were very damaging, uh, to the body <laughs> and okay. did involve quite a few loss of limb, um, hearing, smell, taste. You oh really goodness. don't want to bleach anything on your body. I wouldn't suggest it, but it is available. <laughs> Another great slogan. You really wouldn't want to bleach anything on your body, but this is available. Uh, what product were you testing where somebody lost a limb? That was the um, the arm bleach. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I mean, I'm bad. is there a market for that? Or were you just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stuck? Yeah. Honestly, instead of hiring a scientist, we hired like an artist and they... Like okay. went, they were like, "What if we do this? What if we do this? What if we do this?" And the thing is, you know, you don't. No one should have to change, you know, their skin bleach level to want to do anything. You know, especially just hmm. one arm at a time. That's a hundred percent even worse than anything. I guess, yeah. I mean, if it's something you feel you need to do, you go for both arms. Um... Yeah, because at which point if you're I guess. like a, a a cut off tea, then at least it would yeah. be. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah, and I, I guess though, in that case, if you did bleach both your arms, you would lose both of your arms based on the success of your tests. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, yes. Hundo, hundred percent. Okay, let, well, let's loop back a little bit to what you said earlier. It did sound like you. I mean, obviously, you love your brother. You love Mister Clean. Really uh, love it. Did sound. It did sound like you were kind of gunning for his job. It's. It's always nice to have a little sibling rivalry, you know, going on. Mm-hmm. It's good for yeah. the, the competition and for internal self-esteem challenging and therapy sessions. But honestly, it is hard having, uh, you know, when he got it, we thought it would be a one-time gig. And now it's, he's mm. got a job since 1958. Holy and shit. so much money on it. And he, the, it just, it's really hard trying to get a job after that that has nothing to do with cleaning. He's kind of cornered mm. me into my own market. And I would, I would like, you know, some recognition from him on that. Mm. So he doesn't validate your choice of career, even though you are pigeonholed by him. Exactly. Wow. That's, uh, it's hard. You know, this is like uh, the bad version of nepotism. Yeah. Is, but I think nepotism <laughs> is also bad. <laughs> I mean, it depends if you're the one watching it happen or if you're the one benefiting from it. I guess. I say that nepotism is good if he got me a good job. That's true. I would reverse yeah. that statement quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, if it was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Clean cleaning products, and you were there as an equal partner, but see, the thing, the thing is, I have thought about pitching that, but then everyone would mm. assume that we're married gross even though you look the exact same they would assume that they're two identical people well most married people try and look alike like me and dave he he's not bald he shaves his head for me wow that's what a supportive husband yeah it's just nice to match the one you love so uh, as we as we wrap up this segment of the show i'm curious what uh, what can we look forward to in the coming year 2021 in the world uh, well in your world and in the world of anal bleaching well, Dave is coming out with his own anal bleach oh. uh, as a kind of side okay. product to mine. So we're mm. really hoping that that takes off um, and, uh, yeah, that that we can just, you know, eventually be able to see Mr. Clean again because with COVID he's made it very clear that we're not welcome in his life. Mm. And uh, I would just like to, you know, really get like, get a contract under his nose. Uh, <laughs> mm, aggressive sales tactics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, just to, your husband is releasing his own brand of anal bleach. Yeah. Which is the same product as your brand as a companion? It's for men. <laughs> oh, yours is exclusive, exclusively yeah. for women. Anal bleach for men. Uh, more uh, extra tough. Uh, okay yeah and i i'm assuming that your i assume that mrs clean's anal bleach was tested on men and and what happened when when you did that test uh it uh too much too much manliness in the way uh all this (laughs) dirt and uh macho left over so only use that on women for for mine okay it didn't work because of too much masculinity yeah Oh, well, that's that's. I mean, that's the kind of scientific findings you get when you hire an artist as your yeah. product development well, person. They have a lot of hair back there. Uh, well, Mrs. Clean, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I hope uh, I hope nothing but good things for you in 2021, and uh, I hope one day to see a, a commercial for Mrs. Clean cleaning products. Thank you, thank you. I'll be sending you some bleach uh, just to try it out and see if you want to, you know, rep that on a on another episode of your pod. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, you're sending me Dave's bleach. Yeah. Okay, because I, I mean, we've already covered Mrs. Clean's anal bleach. wouldn't wouldn't work for me. It wouldn't work on you. You'd be left a mess. Too much caked on man down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. Clean, always so nice to talk to you. Uh, we're going to introduce my last friend of the day or the evening. We already talked about how much of a little of a fuck I give about when you listen. Um, but let's talk to him. And this, uh, this is going to be surprising. This is a. Uh, it's like a not. It's not like a doppelganger in terms of how we look and how we act, but in terms of name, it is. Please welcome to the show, my good friend Stefan Speck. Stefan, baby, how are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Stefan. It's <laughs> oh, so good to hear it's you. So good to see you, buddy. It's so good to see you as well. Yeah, you know um, when you first messaged me on that Facebook group where everyone does the trading things, and you go, "Hey, we have the same name." I was like. Who is this freak? And I iced you for a bit, but I'm glad I finally answered and you invited me on your podcast. Yeah, this is so uh, for a little background for the listeners, I'm a, I'm a member of a, uh, a trading group on Facebook where people uh, <laughs> post things they want to trade and they post things they want. And then people, it's a, an economy of trading. And uh, I, I would often see Stefan Speck posting and i'd comment under and i'd say hey we have the same name yeah and i was like who is are you interested in this uh old typewriter i'm put, putting up for for trade I, I need it for for food if anyone could give me a can of food because you know being a writer here in burbank california it's it's not easy and i and of course i would probably no no i was just messaging you messaging you because we have the same name and then and then you would ghost me yeah 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 yeah. and that would enrage me you know here's just a struggling writer i'm just trying to get by and you're talking about names but you know when i looked into your profile i realized there's a lot we got a lot similar of course there's the name uh we both work in the entertainment industry of course you're a podcaster you you speak words i'm a writer i write words Mm -hmm. um yeah so these are the two the two things we have in common so uh, let's talk about what, what you write. Yeah. Uh, you're in California. Yeah. You're in your Hollywood adjacent mm-hmm. Burbank. Uh, yeah. what's your, what's your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oeuvre. So I haven't really gotten anything produced, let's say, but, uh, okay. of course I'm a spec writer, what we call in the business spec writer mm. as, as my name goes, Stefan spec. Mm. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I write scripts for shows and movies, um, you know, that are already made, to, to try and get work by being like, Hey, I could write the crap you're writing. And I send it in and I usually don't hear back. Uh, but I'm pretty good at it. If I could say so myself, Stefan, I'm pretty good okay. at it. All right. And so what kind of shows are you writing specs? Oh, well, that's for? a, that's a good question, Stefan. You know what I usually do, this is kind of my process, right? I usually go to the old Google machine and good thing I'm on a computer here. I'll write popular TV shows <laughs> And, you know, a couple of results will come up and I'll, I'll look around and I'll say, OK, uh, uh, what's popular right now? Oh, the boys on Amazon. Mm. Right. The boys. I can write. I could write that show. So I usually send in a script. I sent in a script for the boys. Get this. Mm. It's a show called The Girls. OK. So you recast an all female cast. OK. And they're they're trying to kill all the superheroes because they're they're evil men. Right. And so. Mm, yeah. So. But get this. There's uh, their best friend. The girl's their best friend. It's a writer with a heart of gold. And he <laughs> luckily encourages them to see past it and uh, past their differences. And they all uh, join together and become superheroes together. So that's just an example okay. of a TV show I'd write, you know? Okay. So, I mean, a, a lot going on there. Um, mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. my now as you said, I'm also in the entertainment industry. So I've, I have come across spec scripts in the past. 
And my understanding of spec scripts, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you're the professional, is that if I were to write one for the boys, Mm -hmm. it would be an episode of the TV show, The Boys, and not a different show called The Girls. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of spec script writers do. But I try, I, you know, I take initiative. Okay. I reinvent the show for them. I say, look, guys, you, you know, you're a very successful show, but you could be making a lot more money. You know, if we, if we just, if we just change a couple of things, you know, uh, carry the twos, carry the threes. And there you go. Uh, you know, spinoff, if you will. Those are okay. popular, you know. Ah, and, and and I mean, I, it sounds like this uh, this writer with a heart of gold is a very compelling character, a little addition. Yeah, I mean, I'm very much like my writing style. You know, I'm very mm. much in the realm of uh, of an of an Aaron Sorkin. You know, I like to okay. write a lot of walking and talking, mm. uh, talk about you know uh, very uh, nuanced political issues, but really oh. like kind of ram down the viewer's throat that I'm actually the good guy. And, you know, I like to write myself in, you know, uh, so okay. you'll often see characters uh, 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 that might resemble me. They're not me. But uh, and all the women around the, uh, around that character will just be telling him about how he's a genius. And really, it's his own genius getting in, in, in his way. <laughs> OK, OK. So his own genius is getting mm-hmm. him in a way His supportive female friends. Uh, and in this particular spec script, he convinces them that the. Uh, patriarchal male superheroes mm-hmm. are are all right. Yeah, and, well, they, they just got to see it more from their side, you know, from the male heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's about both sides, Stefan. Okay, mm, it's yeah. about both sides. You got to look at both sides, see where all parties are coming from, and and see where the compromise you know is. You know, like yeah. like when I first saw you on on Facebook, I was like, I'm not gonna like this guy, but then mm. I opened my mind a bit. I'm like, podcasting yeah. that's not so different from from screenwriting i'm actually Mm. writing a spec script kind of based on this relationship stefan do you want to hear about it okay oh absolutely picture this baby stefan picture it okay it's it's great okay yeah it's called stefan versus stefan okay it's kind (laughs) of like kramer versus kramer and and essentially what what it is is uh, so there's a writer he's got a heart of gold he lives in in hollywood california and he's trying to, to 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 write this great new script but get this this other stefan comes comes by he said he sues him he sues him for uh, for naming rights. He says, actually, all your scripts you wrote that are really successful and making a lot of money, mm-hmm. they belong to me because my name. I'm the real Stefan Speck. And he's going on his stupid podcast and he's blabbering around. And this guy's a bad guy, right? He goes mm-hmm. to schoolyards to uh, recruit children for his podcast. You know, he's he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a creep, right? And um, luckily, um, of course, uh, the whole cast will be women. Um, ex- oh, except for the good Stefan, who will realize that um, that all of his friends around him will tell him, actually, it's your own genius getting in your way. And that's how and then with like a long speech in a courtroom scene, uh, mm. everyone will realize, oh, uh, 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 the case is thrown out. Okay, okay. so that's the, the resolution. Is yeah, that the, the case is, is thrown out. And I mean, I guess. It's a spec script for Kramer versus Kramer, which is a famous movie about a divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is kind of like Divorce Court, but it's <laughs> more about copyright issues. Um, look, I could do this all day. Look, I, 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 your other guests in here, Frankie, are you still here? Yeah, I'm here. Frankie Peanuts, Frankie Pecan. Uh, yeah. What What did you land on? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Peanut because uh, it just uh, has a ring to it, right? But don't you think I'm gonna be famous like you? Look, I think any any nut will uh, get you far in this business. But get this, I got a I got a spec script for you. You ready oh, for this? Oh wow, Frankie? yeah. 
okay so it's it's a it's a coming of age story right uh okay and uh it, it centers around uh, uh what you call a dog boy a, a hot dog boy yeah that's me yeah 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 exactly so you're trying to get yourself into the biz right you want to be a competitive hot dog eater and but you're just a you're just a dog boy changing socks for competitive eaters so get this uh famous hot dog eating competition between kobayashi and the the grizzly bear right remember that yeah yeah i do (laughs) and and you try to change the socks of the grizzly bear (laughs) because you're, you're like oh i'm gonna help kobayashi here get more grip oops look up it's a grizzly bear and you have to fight it hand to hand combat right whoa my mom's not gonna like that but i like it well get this okay so kobayashi and the bear both will be female casted but you my friend will be a writer with a heart of gold and you'll see with the help of your friends that uh, actually it's your own genius getting in the way and once you make a big speech in the courtroom about um uh, about uh, bears i guess uh everyone will realize that you should actually be the uh, hot dog eater oh my god I I'm I don't have much money in my checking account, but I'll give you fifty two dollars to make that. Hey, that's a good start. Yeah. That's a good start. That could uh, definitely uh, pay my Starbucks bills uh, for all the coffee I drink while I write these scripts. Stefan, what oh. do you think of that script? I mean, it's great. First of all, you uh, you just sold the script. Sounds like it's your first one that you sold. I so congrats. I, okay, Stefan. Okay. So maybe I don't sell a lot of scripts, but I, the, the job of a spec writer isn't to sell a script. It's to write the scripts totally for free. <laughs> totally for free. And then hopefully <laughs> get hired on the show they wrote the spec script for. But I, I see maybe there's some holes in your plan, but I love the idea for the, I mean, I, I fondly remembered the Kobayashi grizzly bear eating hot dog competition. Great, great <laughs> moment in, in history in hot dog eating I believe, history. I mean, we were talking about it before. I believe it actually took place on the Guinness Book of World Records TV show. Yes. Yeah, it was a great moment for for live TV. And I, you know, I want to I want to I want to uh, pitch you guys another one. Are you ready for another one? Well, I could I make a suggestion sure. Can I pitch something to you as well. Oh, yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have, I mean, this, uh, most of this podcast is very uh, male dominant in terms of who's on it, but we do have a fantastic female actress with us right now in Mrs. Clean. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, Mrs. Clean, have you ever thought about doing movies or TV? I'd be desperate to. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, look, we're two leaves off the same branch here. Uh, okay, Mrs. Clean, how about this, okay? Uh, a biopic about you. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, people would think it's about your brother because he's, of course, more popular. Uh-uh. Uh, so, and you guys are both animated characters, so I'm thinking we could maybe pitch this to Pixar or something. Um, uh, you know, family friendly, but essentially it will be about you uh, murdering your brother yes. to try to take his position as the Mister Clean Spokes uh, person. Um, and it will kind of be like a, a, a real, you know, like all female cast, even your brother. And, you know, you're, you're going to be defeating the patriarchal system that's blocking you from becoming Mr. Clean until you meet your new husband, who's a writer with a heart of gold. The movie really centers around him and, and he will make you see through the errors of your ways and you'll both run off a title of the movie. Ready for this clean slate. Oh, Wow. Okay. Um, it's like you're inside my head, you know? Stefan, there it is. Another, another script sold. You see, I do this in my sleep. I would love, I don't know. I, I mean, I know you have a little bit written of all of these scripts. I'd love to maybe do a scene. <laughs> Did you want to do a table read? I would love Well, that's to great. I actually have the PDFs ready. Let me just email them to you. You should yeah, be please. receiving them. Great. Okay, let's do it. So I guess for this, uh, and this will be Clean Slate or another? This will uh... be Clean Slate. 
So we'll do now, we'll, we'll do the titular scene where Mrs. Clean uh, is is confronting a brother and about to murder him. Okay, so who will be playing Mrs. Clean? Well, will it be I, Mrs. Th- Clean? I think, of course, Mrs. Clean, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would do the honors, of course, the, the titular you. character. And uh, Stefan, I think you're the most hateable one here, so maybe you play <laughs> yeah. Mr. Clean. Okay. Um, uh, uh, the the of course the antagonist of the film, the and then Frankie, yeah. I got I got an interesting role for you. How oh. about you play Mrs. Clean's husband, oh. Jeremiah Clean? He took her name because he's a feminist, mm. and you will uh, you will be uh, of course the one entering the scene, um, stopping the murder, trying to stop the murder, trying to talk. You're going to give a big speech at the end, try to talk. Oh, okay, uh, I'm the big your, man. Your wife down. I'm the big yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Jeremiah Clean, uh, and and of course in the final film, Jeremiah Clean will be played by a woman. Of course, everyone in this. Film. Okay. And, okay. So uh, just to recap, uh, Mrs. Clean will be playing Mrs. Clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie Peanut will be playing Jeremiah Clean, the husband, Mrs. and Clean's I will husband. be playing Mr. Clean. And Stefan, will you be playing? I will be doing stage directions. Okay, bring us bring us in. Let's uh, like a action. puppet master, you know. Okay, yeah. Interior, nighttime. No, wait, sorry. Exterior, nighttime. I misread that one. Oh, it changes everything. I completely. get those mixed up. Uh, dark alleyway, uh, Chicago. Uh, rains falling on the uh, on the dirty pavement as um, uh, Mrs. Clean, sister of Mr. Clean, approaches from behind Mr. Clean as he's throwing out. Uh, samples of his new manly macho man anal bleach. Oh, I need to get rid of these samples of anal bleach. They're just cluttering up my closet, and I gotta get to the club, pop champagne. That's what I'm doing tonight. Suddenly, he hears the crack of a glass bottle being stepped on behind him. <gasps> what was that? I stepped on that glass bottle, brother. Oh, you oh, think like... anal bleach is just to be thrown out, do you? Mrs. Clean, it's so good to see you. I was throwing these out i i was going to try and squeeze you out of the market for anal bleach by releasing my own product and i will i'll bring you down to your knees and mr clean will be the name associated with anal bleach now why would you do this to me why would you take away the one thing i have mr clean notices in mrs clean's hand a long tube of used anal bleach but it's big (laughs) enough to be used as a weapon to knock him out this is my extra large. Get ready to die. Oh, it's a pun on die. He gets the joke, uh, but also realizes that this might be his end until suddenly the door to the bar that they're behind uh, opens, swings open, and Mrs. Clean's husband, Jeremiah Clean, enters. My wife! My <gasps> wife! What are you doing? My wife! I have to stop this! Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, she, uh. she, she throws, uh, I guess, a, a, a tub of anal bleach into Mrs. Clean's eyes. You're a good yeah. woman. You can't do this. Oh, I, I can stop this with my muscular arms. I'm going to cast myself and tackle you. And we've broken through a wall into a courtroom. There, a, a judge stands uh, before them. Uh, uh, th- this is family court. Says the judge. Oh my God! It's Judge Judy. J- judge Judy herself is, of course, the uh, uh, an interlocutor of this case. So we have a clear cut case here. I think a copyright <laughs> dispute between brother and sister. Uh, but of course, I'm going to give the floor to our star witness <laughs> Jeremiah to give an impassioned speech about maybe family and stuff. My wife is a good woman. She means the world to me, but she did a wrong. 
and she knows that. But I think she would say in her heart of hearts that in the end, she loves her brother and she will give up her dream of selling a now bleach and she will let him sell his products and not try to kill him. Family is what means the most to everyone, Judge Judy, and especially to me, Frankie Peanut. (laughs) (laughs) The judge looks over to uh, Jeremiah and says, wow, you are such a smart guy. And really, at the end of the day, it was you who solved it all because we all uh, think you're really smart and your own genius got in your way of stopping you. If I could say something, I always I always knew that I would be taken down and also have my heart melted by a writer. And and if I could say something to you, Jeremiah, if I was your mother and father, I would say that I'm proud of you and that you've done good. Oh my God, I'm crying. Will you be my new dad? <laughs> and see, that, that's it right there. You see, that's how you make a million dollars in the biz. It's as wow, if you went I mean, into my dream journal. I honestly, I don't know. Wow. I mean, Mrs. Clean, in your own dream journal, do you have that few lines? <laughs> yes. It's mostly other people. I'm a very, you know, I like to look. I like to watch. It, it's mostly the husband character who, who has all the lines. <laughs> I think, you know, look. I, no, go ahead. No, please, Frankie, please. I just wanted to say thank you to you because uh, I think I'm going to get a lot of babes after this star turn. <laughs> Frankie? I think it's nothing but up for you, uh, fella. You you have so much talent. I just loved how you how you captured that 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 character. You really made him uh, look like the smartest guy in the room, and that everyone should like and respect him. Thank you. I think I'll be in us uh, weekly in no time. Hey, we should get a beer sometime and maybe split a can of cantaloupe. Can't wait, big blood. A can of cantaloupe. Perfect. Well, uh, Stefan, it's been great to talk to you. Um, you know what? I think after hearing all about your life and and witnessing this scene, I am going to drop my lawsuit against you to, uh, to take the it. copyright. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will no longer be suing you for the rights to all your scripts because you have the same name as me. Hey, Stefan, buddy, I appreciate it. We should do a 23andMe and maybe figure out this family lineage thing. Maybe we uh, we are related. Uh, maybe down the line, uh, you know, you know how like Smiths are blacksmiths. Or like mm. Miller's made porn or something. Maybe yeah. our grandparents were somehow related, and they wrote spec scripts in the Middle <laughs> they Ages. They wrote spec scripts in the uh, Middle Ages. Uh, illuminated spec scrolls. Uh, well, thanks for being on the show, Stefan, and also thank you to Mrs. Clean and Frankie Peanut. Uh, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back after that. Hey. I'm October Jones, Hi, and this I'm is- I'm fish with legs. I'm a fish with legs. Fish. I'm the elemental creature of water, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast called October Jones and Fish with Legs, starring me and my best friend, <laughs> October Jones. Nailed it. October and Fish is a fictional series that follows me and Fish with Legs as we try to stop an evil two-headed snake from releasing a terrible monster. And make friends, and go on adventures, and get captured a lot, and escape a lot, and encounter racism. And what? And learn very special lessons every third episode. I have not learned a single lesson. Yes, you did. We learned about being friends, and authoritarianism, and colonialism, and how to defeat a giant crab. Authoritarianism? They're in authority for a reason, Fish With Legs. If everyone followed the rules set in place by the human government, then there wouldn't be- Fun for adults and kids. (laughs) New episodes on Mondays. You can find it wherever you find podcasts, and of course, on the Upford website. Okay, that's it. Bye! 
Uh, Andy, you brought up something that was very dear to my heart, and I only did not reference it during the podcast because I could not remember Kobayashi's name. <laughs> but it was the clip of him against the Grizzlies. So that's I a can real never thing? forget Kobayashi's name. Yeah, and, and what? And I did see it on the Guinness Book of World Records TV show on Discovery Channel. Was that like? Yeah, what I want to say that like I remember seeing like Spike TV had a special or something yeah. where like Kobayashi versus the bear. And it was awesome. I remember seeing that as a kid and he lost of course, cause it's a freaking grizzly bear. I remember him. I remember a lot of like all of those shows, like a lot of buildup. And then he was just like trounced. by this. It was a TV bear. event. Yeah. That was uh Kobayashi. He, uh, he had like arthritis in his jaw or something and he had to quit. Oh, eating, wow. I think uh, I one of the sad stories of competitive eating. Uh, Ariel, are you a fan of competitive eating? Not at all. <laughs> I just thought about it. But how, I want to know how they controlled this bear. Like, did they just put the hot dogs in front of him and he just, like, ate them all in one fell swoop? I want to say it was a grizzly. It could have been a black bear because I feel like grizzlies okay. would be too no, aggressive for, like, a TV I think set. it's a grizzly. Sorry, I'm looking was it, it up grizzly? right now. Yeah, I, I remember it. Yeah, I, I remember a grizzly. Kate, you're Googling it? Yeah, I've not. I was so confused, and now I'm like I thought it was for sure a joke, but it's a Kodiak bear. It was a Kodiak. Kodiak. Bear. Oh, Alaskan. Oh. Okay. It was well, a Kobayashi. One thousand eighty-nine pound Kodiak bear. What? What? A, I mean, it, it definitely rings with that like late night TV, like your early two thousands TV event for yeah. Me. Oh, Spike TV, the worst. And now we just oh, get man. like uh, people swimming against fake sharks. Fake sharks? What is what? Yeah. Is it Michael Phelps? They were like, <laughs> Michael Phelps versus the shark. And then it was a computer generated shark and he still lost. Oh. Well, of course he lost. I mean, uh, what do they expect is going to happen? Crazy. Oh, oh man. Okay. Uh, and then uh, a little question for kate as well um obviously you're a big fan of mr clean products or no <laughs> no i mean <laughs> yes like you know whose household isn't mr clean in so very successful guy yeah i guess i do like the concept of him being played by an actor who has the same name and it's based it's a convoluted web that you weaved <laughs> as always <laughs> convoluted web that web that you wove i don't know let's That's do some plugs woven. Uh, woven yeah it's a woven web like a, like a tapestry uh kate do you have anything going on that you would like to talk about or promote oh that's a good question i'm trying to lie low i'm doing a lot of writing right now but i will be hosting some live stream uh fundraisers in 2021 okay. uh so keep an eye out on that i think i'm like at kate the hammer on everything <laughs> Oh, okay. Has your uh, last time you plugged your uh, your ferocious Twitter activity has that died down now that politics are over? It comes and goes. <laughs> I've been commenting on less people. I because it was tiring getting so many having to deal with so many um, racists' emotional baggage. But uh, hmm. I might start it up again. All right. Well, keep an eye out for that, Kate. Kate the Hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, Ariel, anything you have to plug or like a TV show you saw? Yeah, you know me. I like want. to plug stuff on here that really needs no plugging. So I'm going to plug uh, mm. Pen15 because it's the best show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Great show. I mean, I do think it needs plugging. Not enough people really? have watched Well, show. it's an amazing show and everyone should watch it. I mean, to put that in context, on the last episode, Vance plugged Law and Order. <laughs> so. 
it's a good that's show. Kind of the, yeah, well, and apparently it's newly on Prime, so that's oh, what he was. Okay. Uh, is it even is Law uh, still being made? No, no, I don't. Wait, well, SVU is some is iteration of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, Har- Hargate and uh, Ice T. Is it Ice yeah. T? Ice T. No. Yeah, T. Or uh, isn't Ice T? Yeah, no, it's Ice, no, it's ice, ice Cube. Cube. No, no, it's Ice, ice Cube. Ice Cube is like no, that's uh, the rapper. No, it's Ice Cube. Yeah. Well, they're all they're all rappers. Uh, Vanilla Ice was the one I thought we were talking. About. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a big part of SVU. Yeah. And all his the, full all name is Vanilla Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah. His full his full actual name. Yeah, that'd be delicious if Vanilla yeah. flavored ice. <laughs> you get on that, Andy. That's a that's an idea. I think Vanilla Ice's actual full name is something like Van. It Winkle. is. It's like Robert yeah. Van Winkle. Yeah, wow. Robert Van Winkle. Is he a Winklevoss twin? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. Third one. yeah. He's the third twin. He's the third twin. <laughs> doesn't even need the cg um uh cool so andy yeah you're last but not least uh anything going on you'd like to plug no nothing's going on i mean <laughs> it's just quarantine right now but i mean sweet andy sour on social media um i did do a short film for todd hausman's the Whiteface cabaret which i think is going to be going live soon uh okay. i think you can find that details on that on the centaur theater website made like cool. a short little film for that which is going to be fun uh, mm-hmm. And then I guess Second City Touring Company whenever live comedy comes back, but uh, that that's no time soon. So <laughs> cool, great, yeah, yeah. I have nothing to plug. Also, I did a short film. You did? Oh no, no, I'm I'm doing an impression oh. of Andy right now. Oh. <laughs> We're excited for you. I was gonna bring you to court for copyright. <laughs> I will see you in court, my friend. Uh, all right, great plugs. Um, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you, Kate, for being on the show. This has been Some Good Friends for another week. I will see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time.